Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to this episode of the Muse Mentorship Podcast. Today is a solo episode. I just wanted to help prepare y'all for the holiday season that is coming up, give you some tips, because I feel like every single year we forget and we just fall into the same traps, the same struggles. So that's why I am coming here to address it. And please share this with your friends, with your family, because this can help anyone. So without further ado, let's get to the episode. As the year winds down and we approach the holiday season, it is common to feel a mix of excitement, but also trepidation about maintaining our healthy habits. We have the social gatherings, the family dinners, the endless supply of dishes that can help, that can have us feeling torn between indulgence and self-discipline. So I am here to tell you that it's not only possible to navigate the holidays without derailing your progress, but this is actually the ideal moment to start or to recommit to your health and wellness journey. And I'll talk talk more about that in a little bit. But first, let's get to talking about a healthy holiday guide. And if you want me to send you a PDF of this so you have it with easy access, then email me or text me. You can get both of that information on my website, meismentorship.com. And just text me, email me, and say, hey, I want the Healthy Holiday Guide, and I'll send it right over to you. It's completely free, so just wanted to put that out there. All right, so number one, let's just adjust our thinking a bit. So holidays are about celebrating, spending time with our loved ones, and food plays a big part in that. We've got Thanksgiving dinner or lunch. We have Christmas dinner and lunch, and then we have your work events and and all the things. And then you got your in-laws and then you got your immediate family. So there's, there's so many, so many meals that are going to be eaten and it's completely fine to treat yourself to your favorite dishes. Just remember that moderation is the secret. So the idea is balance. Instead of seeing holiday gatherings as this temptation war zone, let's look at them as chances to enjoy the taste we adore but while being mindful of our portion sizes. So we got to plan ahead. One of the most effective strategies for maintaining your health and wellness goals in general is to plan ahead, but especially during holidays and vacations. So if you know that you have a big family dinner or holiday party coming up, then plan your meals and your snacks for that day. Okay. So eat balanced, nutritious meals before the event to help, number one, curb excessive snacking, and two, to help you focus on healthier options before indulging in the treats when you get there. Number three, stay active. So the holiday season can be a busy time, but you can still add exercise into your routine. Maybe not as much as the rest of the year, but it can definitely still be added in. And like I've mentioned before, it doesn't have to be a block of an hour that you dedicate. You can do like go on a 10 minute walk whenever you have a little bit of time. And then 
do a little 15 minute hit workout from YouTube in the morning or in the evening. You know, there's, you can split it up. It doesn't have to be one hour. It doesn't even have to add up to an hour. Anything is better than nothing. So whether you do one hour in one block, or if you do 30 minutes throughout the span of the day, it exercise movement is something, you know, so something's better than nothing. So keep up with your physical activity, even if that means shorter, more frequent workouts. You can invite your family and your friends to join you on a walk after a meal. Like I said, there's going to be a bunch of meals. Most people, unless you live somewhere where it's freezing outside, they enjoy a walk after a meal. It's refreshing. You feel lighter. It gets you ready to keep doing work or be active, whatever you're doing that day. So this will not only help with weight management, but it also helps reduce stress. It helps boost your mood. Go for a walk before you got to do the dishes, you know? All right, number four, practice mindful eating. So this is about being present, savoring each bite. It's really easy to overeat during the holidays, especially when there's so many different dishes, there's so much food, it has to all be eaten, right? Be mindful about what you eat. Keep track of how hungry you are. If you start your meal, right? Say, okay, how hungry am I from one to 10? And then, all right, you've eaten a little bit and I'll say, okay, how hungry I am. Am I? Should I finish the plate or is that going to be too much to where I feel lethargic and bloated and just blah after, right? So when you're done, it's okay to throw your food away or it's okay to put it in a to-go box to take home or keep in your fridge, whatever. So keep that in mind. You do not have to eat every single thing on your plate, nor do you have to try every single thing that is there because you'll have chances to eat it later. Uh, So take your time, put distractions away, savor your food, appreciate all the wonderful flavors in your holiday meals, and recognize when you're full to avoid overindulgence. All right, so like I mentioned earlier, the holiday season is the perfect time to embark on or recommit to your health and your wellness journey. Why? Starting now will make the rest of the year easier. So many people say, I'll start in January, but... If you're, you plan on starting anyway, you're just putting yourself two months behind. You know what you can do in two months? You can do a lot in two months. So, like, let's say you start today. Two weeks from now, which should be in two weeks, <laughs> um, you will start to feel the difference, okay? Four weeks from now, in a month, you will start to see the changes. Eight weeks from now, which is in two months, which did I just say? Four weeks is one month. I don't know what I said. In eight weeks, that's two months from now, You, it'll be a part of you. You'll, it's like a uh, runner's high, you know? Like you're, you're really into it and you start to see the changes, feel the changes. Your life is beginning to progress. So why put yourself two months behind? In two months, you could be what, what I just said. So... This approach, too, when you say, oh, I'll start in January, this also often leads to overindulgence during the holidays because you're anticipating, like, oh, my gosh, I'll never be able to enjoy these foods again. And so you want to eat all of it, and you just overindulge, and then you feel terrible after, and then now you get to January, and you're like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. And, yeah, so this can also result in a poor relationship with food. Even if you actually did start in January – then you'll have a poor relationship with food and this is not the way to go. And for more on that, 
go to my blog or listen to my other podcasts. I talk about that a lot. So starting your health journey during the holiday season is ideal. The path to better health is always filled with challenges. So whether you start now or later, there's going to be challenges because you're still going to have vacations during the year, you know, so might as well tackle it now. And I'm just going to give myself a shout out, particularly with the help, the support of a coach, whether it's me or, you know, another coach or personal trainer, whatever it is. We will equip you with the necessary strategies and motivation to both enjoy the holiday season and work towards your goals. So it's a win-win, right? And like I said, it's going to prepare you for the year ahead for when you have vacation. So this holiday season, enjoy the celebrations, spend time with friends and family, and make choices that are good for your health. All right. So now we're going to talk specifically about stress management during the holiday season. This tends to be one of the most stressful times of the year for most of us from the rush to buy presents, the pressure of cooking a good meal, the family gatherings, as I've mentioned before, it can leave us feeling overwhelmed. But don't worry, because with some simple stress management strategies, it's a lot of S's, you can navigate the holiday season with peace enjoy so number one i got five seven eight eight tips for you number one is to prioritize self-care so remember to take care of yourself this means ensuring you get enough sleep maintaining a regular exercise routine eating well this doesn't mean having to go to the spa for two hours each week and you know all that spending a bunch of money no Self-care isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. And it's the little things. It's not, you know, getting your nails done. When you're well-rested, when you're nourished, you are better equipped to handle the demands of the season. Number two, set realistic expectations. One major source of holiday stress is the pressure that we put on ourselves to create these picture-perfect celebrations. So instead of doing this, set realistic expectations. Perfection is not the goal. Creating cherished memories and meaningful moments with our loved ones is the goal. Don't just be results-focused, like, oh, I want to get through this. I just want to get through each holiday, blah, blah, blah. No, live in the moment. Enjoy it. Be more loose. You know, if a difficulty arises, just say, okay, I'll handle it, and then we're going to keep going. So understand, things, they don't always go as planned, right? I can say they may not. They don't. They do not always go as planned, and that's perfectly okay. I don't think it goes perfectly planned with anyone, anywhere, ever. So keep that in mind. Give yourself grace. It's okay. Number three, create a holiday budget. So financial stress is also pretty common during the holidays. So like right now, which is it's like before Thanksgiving, and before you start doing all your stuff, you still got like a week or two left. Create a budget for gifts, decorations, festivities, and stick to it, okay? So consider alternatives to pricey gifts like homemade presents or having family gift exchanges instead of everyone getting a gift for everyone. This will alleviate financial strain, allow you to focus on the spirit of giving. So my in-laws, they do a what is it called? White elephant. It's where it's whatever one it's called, 
where you pick a name and you get that person a gift. And so they, we do this for my in-law side of the family. There's a lot of them. And it's it can be a more personable gift if you know the person. <laughs> and yeah, you can save money. So consider that if you have a big family. Number four is to delegate and share responsibilities. You do not have to do it all alone. I think if you're a woman, which most of my listeners are, we think that we need to do everything, especially if you're a mom, your wife, you feel like it's just all on you. But if you feel that way, talk to your husband about it, okay? Share the holiday responsibilities with your family, you know? Uh, I think your kids would really enjoy it too. Assign them fun tasks like decorating or cooking, things like that, and and do it as a family and then assign cleaning, you know, like different days, different people clean or clean different things. And so, you know, you can have a little competition. Whoever loses has to clean, whatever. And so this not only lightens your load, but it also fosters this sense of togetherness and shared ownership, which will relieve your stress. And yeah, it's just, it's wonderful. Number five, practice mindfulness. Be mindful. This is the one that I personally struggle with the mo- most because I am results focused. I worry about just checking everything off of my to-do list and we need to enjoy the moment. I need to enjoy the moment. Be present in the task that you get to do. That's another mindset shift is instead of saying I have to do this, I have to do that, oh, I have this long to do this, you get to do those things. There are people in other parts of the world that wish they could be able to have the stresses you have. I think we also forget that the things we're stressed about a lot of the times are things that we're blessed to have. You stress about your job, your spouse, your kids. Those are all blessings. And of course, there are stresses that we might not consider blessings. Like for example, if you get your car broken into, I wouldn't really say that's a blessing, but you know, sometimes it can be, you know? So yeah, just being mindful and remembering that you get to do all these things. Number six is to stay organized. So I am saying this because I'm a very organized person. I know people who aren't that organized, like my husband. He is not, he doesn't care to be organized. Like he's not stressed about not being organized. I would be stressed about not being organized. He just isn't really like that. But so for my fellow organizers, organizees, organizers, um, Create to-do lists, keep a calendar, set reminders for important dates, important tasks. And I'm sure if you do this, you probably do it the rest of the year and there's no reason for me to tell you this. But if you're not an organizer and you are stressed, try these things out. Have a plan in place. Having a plan in place will help you stay on top of things and most importantly, avoid last minute rushes, which is so common during the holidays. It's just, it goes by like that. It goes by fast. Okay, number seven, learn to say no. It is okay to decline invitations. You do not have to have additional commitments that add too much to your place. So be selective about your social and your work-related obligations. Prioritize the events and the tasks that matter most to you and to your family. Number eight, embrace imperfections. 
Perfectly imperfect holidays can be the most memorable. This goes back with what I said earlier. Don't be too hard on yourself or others when things don't go as planned. Because honestly, the true magic of the season lies in the unexpected and spontaneous things that happen. And lastly, before you go, if you are that person who is going to get started on your health, you're going to recommit yourself to your health goals right now, today, I'm going to give you five small habits that will improve your well-being in five days and beyond. Now, I don't want this to just be five more things you put on your to-do list that have to get done. No, I want you to enjoy these things. These things are supposed to improve your well-being, reduce stress, and they're like really, really short. So if you don't have much time, then like you don't need much time to do these things. All right, so number one is taking a daily walk. I understand it's November. It's cold in a lot of places. So you don't have to walk outside. If you have a gym, you can walk on the treadmill or you can, instead of walking, you can do like a little in your house workout. Just get some movement. And I just say daily walk because it can be easy. So this taking a daily walk is beneficial for your body, but it's also beneficial for your mind. It can be five minutes, 15 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever you want. But what matters is making it consistent. So having it as a consistent part of your routine. doesn't have to be daily, but, you know, a few times a week. Taking the the time to connect with nature. You can also listen to podcasts. Go with your kids, your dog, your spouse. uh, Pray, you know, just enjoy that time to relax and, you know, just have a good time. Number two is to implement a morning routine. Now, starting your day off right just really sets the tone for the entire day. So an an effective morning routine, it doesn't have to be long. I think a lot of people think, oh, a morning routine has to be one hour, two hours, three hours. No, it can be be 10 minutes. It can be 15 minutes. So just simply set aside some quiet time for yourself in the morning, and this can help you start your day on a positive note, prepare you for the task ahead. If you like my morning routine, which I I can either give you a long one or a short one, then text me morning routine. You can find my number on measmentorship.com or I'll just sell it to you right now. So WhatsApp me. My WhatsApp number is 361-209-7476. So if you want my morning routine, just text me. Number three, build each meal around a protein and either a fruit or a vegetable. Improving the quality of your diet does not have to be complicated. So one simple method is just build around a protein. It can be chicken. It can be ground beef. It can be steak. It can be turkey. Whatever you want. It can be a fish. Whatever you want. And then a fruit or a vegetable. So this will ensure that you're getting a balanced diet filled with essential nutrients. And it doesn't ever complicate things. And you can add like a grain or dairy, whatever you want with it too, or, you know, whatever. But... When you build it around these things, it just it makes it so much easier to eat healthily. Number four is to go for a walk after dinner. So this will not only aid in digestion, but it can actually prevent overeating in the evening, which is when most people are prone to overeating. So this will help you maintain a healthy weight, improve your sleep. And I think 
for me at least, it helps me wind down after the day's activities. And I understand, again, we can't always do this, but when you can, it is really great. And you should really try doing it, especially when there are times where we are just more prone to being stressed. Going for a walk after dinner or in the evening can just really help wind our day down, get those stresses off of our mind, and then prepare for a good night's sleep to get the day started the next day. And number five is, this is the last thing, doing a daily review. So this is just reflecting at the end of each day, and this provides you insights to your habits, your patterns, you can see the progress you've made in your goals, and a daily review just helps you identify what's working for you, it's what needs to be adjusted. This will encourage mindfulness and remembering what you did living in the present. And again, I have a journal template for this as well. I have a, it's a, just a daily journal template. So it has a morning and an evening journal entry. It takes like five minutes, like max uh, each time. So five minutes in the morning, five in the evening. So if you want my journal template, then also text me to the same number that I said earlier. And, or you can get it from me as mentorship.com. And, I will send it to you. I also just, before I let y'all go, I want to share that I have a $7 seven-day health and fitness fusion course. So as you may or may not know, I have a educational course and it's called health and fitness fusion. And I have a little trailer to that course. So that would be the $7 seven-day one. It's hundreds of dollars worth of content that you get just for $7. And then, of course, if you like it and you want to get the actual thing, do that. And if you're interested in working with me for personalized one-on-one coaching, then you can also go to meismentorship.com and apply to work with me. I... So I actually got asked like a week ago, I was talking to someone, they were interested in joining and they were like, oh, well, like, who's, who's it going to be like, that's working with me. And I said, oh, it's going to be me. And she's like, oh, you don't have anyone else like uh, an assistant or whatever. And I was like, no, it's just like, it's me. And, and I wanted to point out that I do not. So one of my values is a standard of excellence. And I will not have too many one-on-one clients to where I am unable to give you my full attention. So I limit how many clients I have. So when you do work with me one-on-one, then know that I am giving you my full attention. I do not have a cookie cutter template. I want to get to know you, find out what are the factors that are contributing to either your health issues or to you not being able to reach your health goals. And I want to build a relationship with you so we can work with it together over the course of six months. So I feel like I don't talk about that a lot. So that's just why I wanted to mention it for those who have thought about working with me, but you know, you weren't really sure. And if you want to talk more about it, then again, text me, email me, you can set up a call with me and we can chat. 
Um, but most importantly, my goal of making this content, my podcast, my blog, the content I make daily on Instagram, it is to help you guys, okay? So I like to hear the topics that you're interested in. What are you struggling with? What topics do you want to hear about? Because I want to target y'all. I want to target the people who listen to this, right? I don't want you to just get nothing out of it. So uh, please also give me input, feedback on what you want to hear. And yeah, I hope that y'all have a blessed day and I'll talk to you soon.